Welcome back to another episode of Smoke Screen Podcast. It's your partner, Smoke. It's your boy, 91 Smoke, man, here on this beautiful Monday morning. Listen, dog, y'all check out the Roll Up Network, man, for all your content and podcasting wants, dog. Promise you, every walk of life, we got you covered, man. Listen, man, I ain't gonna hold you too long, bro. I got, as you can see in the title, I got a special guest on today. I got my boy, Mike E, man. I know Mike since 2008, bro. Um, and since I met him, he's always been the same dude, um, stand up dude. Let me tell you, I, me and Mike, we haven't talked really and sat down and had a good talk like this probably since 12th grade in 08. Um, we sat and talked, bro. I tell you, we got on the phone at two o'clock. This episode, as you can see, is kind of lengthy. Um, we got off around like four or something and we stayed on the phone to almost six thirty, seven o'clock, bro. Um, just kicking it, dog. Um, and that's just a testament. I always think I always sit back. You was hearing the episode. I, I reference that I sit and just chill a lot. Um, but I always like sit and chill. And I think back to my homeboys that I got. And we don't talk as much as we do. But it's always good when you know you got a good friendship and you got a strong relationship with your homeboys. When even if y'all ain't talked in years, like me and Mike ain't talked in in twelve, thirteen years, bro. We ain't really had a good sit down, talk alone conversation like this. We'll see each other, um, you know, what up, bro? Dap each other up, but we hadn't had a sit good sit down talk like this since probably twelfth grade, bro. But to sit down and still sit on the phone with him and talk to him for this long, bro, that just shows that that's a test testament to the uh, the friendship that you can build, bro. And you ain't got to talk to each other every day, but if you stay, like I say on the episode, one accord. Somehow, when you meet when you meet back up with the person, you're going to have a long conversation. You're going to pick up where you left off 12 years ago, dog. That's just amazing, bro. And that's something I really um, uh, I'm really blessed to have with a lot of a lot of different people, you know, that I know, bro. Just being able to just pick up where we left off whenever we see each other and having a good conversation. And that's what we have today, man. This is a good. We talk from everything, man, from the little baby situation. If you pay attention now, what we saying in the episode, I was thinking back when I was listening back yesterday, you you might be able to uh, the, the settle what little baby might need to do to get his act together, man. The baby, I mean, not little baby, because little baby doing what he need to do. We talk about him too in the episode, but the baby, you know, with his little stupid situations he be getting himself into. But uh, we talk about that, man. We talk about everything on this episode. It's such a great episode, man. Mike asked me questions. Um, and it was very good therapy session, man. I always say therapy for me. Hope it's therapy for you. But Mike, man, I appreciate you, bro, because that was a good therapy session. Um, when we was talking, I told him, man, I really needed that talk just to talk to somebody. Uh, me and T talk all the time, but somebody talk somebody different. Uh, I haven't talked to him in a long time. That was real good, bro. Sometimes you need them conversations with your homeboys uh, to validate, kind of validate yourself in your mind. And uh, that's another episode. I ain't going to hold you on that one. But um, also, man, Micah, I'm going to say this. I'm going to let you enter, enter the screen, man. Mike said in the episode, you were here, and he said, Smoke, bro, you like a prophet. And um, after we got off, I kind of told him, uh, like, bro, I try to stay away from that word prophet, bro, because I know what comes along with that word, right? I know the the test and stuff that the world puts you through when you say that you that. And I ain't ready for that test yet, bro, because I'm just a 30-year-old brother trying to make it out here, dog. Still make mistakes, still trying to wrong, uh, right my wrongs, bro. But that's why we're here every week, man. We do digging in the ass straight. That's why we do smoke screen, bro. Hope it's, it's therapy for me. Hope it's therapy for you, dog. Hopefully, you know, it's helping y'all throughout y'all day and everyday life, dog. But like I told you, man, I ain't going to hold you too long, bro. I really do appreciate y'all for keep listening to me, man. And, and like I told you, this was one of them sessions, bro, 
that I really needed, dog. Sometimes you need these type of sessions to validate yourself, bro. So without further ado, man, here go me and my boy Mike E, man. Coach E, it's a great episode. It's kind of lengthy, so if you want to break it up in parts, please do that, dog. But I appreciate y'all for checking me out. Y'all keep checking out the Aftermath. Keep checking out the podcast that the Roll Up Network is bringing out, man. Y'all make sure y'all stick tuned for all the stuff that we got going on, man. I appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good week. All right, y'all. Welcome back, man. So I told you I got my boy on, man. We've been kicking it already, though. <laughs> like I said, I pre-recorded this. We've been kicking this already, man. Right, man. We talked about that Jameis situation. I know we uh, we talked about me and T talked about it on Aftermath, but uh, me and Mike was just talking about it. Got my boy Mike E, man. Mike, man. Mike, before, before I even start, man, Mike, introduce yourself, bro. All right, man. I appreciate that, man. Yo, man. What's up, Todd? The smoke screen family, man. It's a blessing to be here, man. My name is Michael Estelle, a.k.a. Coachie, Mr. E. You know, all that there, man. But you can find me on the socials at Modi, the Baptist, M-O-D-I-E, D-A-B-A-P-T-I-S-E. Check me out, man. Hey, Mike, where you got that name from? Oh, okay, well, Modi came off of, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, Top Boy. The show that uh be coming on Netflix, bro. The show yeah. that really got me, it got it got it got me looking into the uh UK underworld, bro. That mm-hmm. shit real interesting, bro. And I don't know if you know, I'm Haitian, bro. Yeah. So the Baptist boom come natural with it. So yeah. Hey, so uh yeah, they be that that drill music over there. You be listening to that? Yeah, UK drill, bro. It's crazy how they you know. Because I don't know if, you know, you really into it. From my understanding, drill started in Chicago. Chicago yeah. jumped to New York. And from New York, it's been blowing overseas, bro. I done heard, like, Chinese drill. Bro. I about to say, yeah, I heard, uh, ja- I think, Chinese or Japanese drill music. That's crazy, bro. But I, I can respect the energy, though, bro. You bro, know, it's people. What you say? It, I was gonna say it's just people expressing themselves, what they going through, bro. Cause you know, just like it's crazy over here in Chicago or like in Miami or in Jacksonville. I know they got places over there like Iran, Japan, and China and stuff. That's you know, deeply yeah. messed up, bro. Yeah, shit. Um, like uh, that's crazy. We talking about drill. You see, I you seen Dirt? Who's that? Dirt said he uh he gonna stop talking about. Deceased individuals. Yeah, I heard he gonna stop, you know, bringing them up in his songs mm-hmm. and in his shows, bro. And, you know, I can respect them doing that, but I wanted to ask you, bro. Yeah. How do you feel about, you know, cause that, that's starting to become a thing down here in Florida too, bro. I don't know if you know this. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, I like to go, like, just listen to people on YouTube in different states. <clears throat> but you know, I do digging in the ashtray on Friday. So I always, I don't know if people know this though, y'all. I always try to play a Florida uh, artist at the end of the episode. So if you got a Florida artist, send it to me. But um, I be looking for Florida artists to play. And that that that's kind of hard, bro, because I try not to play nothing that's talking about somebody. But if like especially out of Jacksonville, bro, that shit hard as hell, dog. 
like in our, our Orlando area. But that shit hard as hell, bro. And I'm just like, it's, bro, it's amazing to me, dog, because I'm like, bro, in Disney World, right down the road for y'all, all this stuff going on here in Orlando, bro. That shit crazy to me, bro. For real, for real. Like, it'd be so amazing. And I thought it was only down, like, real talk, before I start doing this, I thought it was only really down south. But I start noticing about, they was talking about, um, like, uh, what, a lot of these little, ra- ain't Polo Ace or something from Florida? Who you say again now? Polo Ace. Okay, Ace and Young from Ace, Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so um, I started, and I was like, damn, dog, all these, I started noticing about him, hearing about him. I was like, damn, these niggas up here, they closer up here now. I thought it was down all down south uh, with that, you know, that type of music. But uh, yeah, my, my little cousin out in Jacksonville, I played him on the episode Cam. Um, he, his his shit, like he out there in Jacksonville, but his his stuff kind of, but it ain't it don't go like that though. And that boy, like he tweeted out yesterday, um, he got ten albums, man, on on uh on uh Apple, like for real, like for real, for real, ten solid albums on Apple. And he go to fan mute, dog. But he yeah. ain't on that. He ain't on that stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, but yeah, that's that stuff crazy around here in Florida, bro. But it, it don't get taught. I mean, now it's getting bigger because they making them. You know, they they jacking songs like that Taylor Swift and jump. Exactly. And it's crazy, bro. You it. see, look. Do you hear them little kids singing that, bro? And that's what I was gonna say. The craziest thing, bro, for me to be at that age I'm at, bro. It's nothing but the kids that got me listening to it, bro. Because that's what I wanted to, you know, kind of speak on, bro. They jacking songs, but it's really the TikTok generation, bro. Yeah. You can find you a TikTok song, bro, that got some rapping. Bro, you popping, bro. If your song can get on TikTok and they make a little dance or do whatever they do to it, you in up, bro. So for them to hit, for us, to, you know, when we hit the beginning, What's the da-na-na? And you know what we think about it, bro. Yeah. The little kids think a totally different, different thing. Man. Like, yeah, bro. And it's just crazy, bro. But yeah, I I I definitely can see that. Yeah, I don't that because I don't know, bro. That yeah, it's it's that drill music. We got our own style though. I I mean I, I'm like dog, bro. If y'all, y'all cause y'all boys, cause like, I don't know. I didn't, like you said, getting older and kids and stuff. I, I'm getting older, bro. And I'm realizing, like, now these niggas really speak of poetry, bro. And they really saying, like, like you ain't got to say all, all that stuff you saying about killing a, somebody dead. You can, if you just put that in something else, bro, that junk would be amazing. Bro, if they horn, you're right. If they horn that craft and talk about just anything else, bro, like you said, if they could yeah. just jump out the box, bro, and Make a song about you know just anything else, bro. Anything, it's gonna catch, bro. Cause like you said, bro, Florida is trendy. Hey, stuff that we do, it catch on quick. We we flowing right now, um, cause uh, all right. So little baby, um, that picture, a little baby, and uh, you remember little baby and James Harden out there, right? Yeah, that's why I respected James Harden for that, cause I feel like James Harden was like, bro, you got to get out this element so your music can get better. You can stop talking about what you're talking about. We can get a little better. You can talk about going in these stores because you got to live it, right? You can't talk about it if you ain't out there living it, right? So I feel like these boys need to get up out of Jack and get up out of these areas and get go to, bro, stop, man. Go, like, they, man, land in Montana, that jump, like Kanye, what, Kanye got land in Montana, whatever. That gent, that land cheap, bro. Just move out there in the middle of nowhere. 
and just beat, but they don't want to beat to themselves though. That's the thing too. Yeah, because you have to lock in to move out though. Yeah. Bro. I mean, you know, it ain't a lot of us out there anyway, bro. Yeah. But I ain't ever think about that. Land is cheap out there, huh? Like yeah. Montana, Wyoming. Yeah, I don't ain't nobody out there really. Uh yeah, because <laughs> when, when I had uh when we went to Colorado uh two years ago, when I went to Colorado, uh I was like, dang dog, you uh like when we was flying over from Atlanta to Colorado, I was like, I looked down, and I was like, damn, it ain't really nothing out here but just ground. Like, no, hey, no water, no nothing. No, no water, no nothing, just ground. <laughs> I was like, bro, across the country, it ain't nothing but ground. You know, you get your cities and stuff, but then it ain't nothing but like ground. These little areas going up there, I'm like, dang, dog, that's crazy. But yeah, you can move move out there and stuff. But mm-hmm. <laughs> that goat man, boy, we flowing, boy, Mike, man, we on smoke screen podcast, so we flowing. We go ahead and talk about Keen Peel, dog. That goes to that movie. Well, this ain't about Keen Peel. He had a hand in it. That movie on, um, dang, what that movie he just did. Uh, with the out there, and the girl was uh antebellum. That's what I'll be thinking about that junk about how we flew flew across the, you know, how you fly across the country and jump. You don't never know if nobody down there in them fields. Remember no. that girl got kidnapped on uh, antebellum? Did you see it? Yeah, no, and I was gonna say. I don't know if you remember, we had a conversation like mm-hmm. that on Twitter, bro, when it first came out. Yeah. And, bro, I just actually came back from Vegas, I want to say, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. And I'm looking down, bro, on the ground, bro, and it's crazy because it's daytime, though. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you are high in the sky, bro, so you can't see nothing. Everything look like little ants, bro. But it's just replaying in my mind, bro. Like, you really don't know. Like, because it's trees covering stuff, bro. You don't know, bro. It could be whole plantations, bro. Bro, you don't know, dog. <laughs> you don't know, man. That junk crazy, bro. <laughs> I told you, bro. When I see that movie, I saw hell no, nah, dog. <laughs> bro, and think about it. Where, where were they? Were they in, like, Louisiana, right? Mm-hmm. Bro, that's five hours from us, bro. Down in them swamplands, so. <laughs> And that get me to thinking about here in Florida, bro, in the swamplands, bro. We don't be knowing everything that's going around. Man, let me tell you, bro, I be going down there through, uh, when I go down to Gainesville, we ride through 27, bro. And, man, if you see all them people now, bro, it's just open land, man. But it's people, like, family that own the land or whatever, and they farming it, but it's just land. And I'm like, dog, it's people, like, that don't see this. They All they see is city life. And they don't know right down the right, an hour down the road, it's nothing but land. Like, open, open free land. And you don't know what's on it, what's up in the woods. Like, my grandma was telling me back in the day, they used to go, like, you will see some woods, but you don't know, the black folks then cut, went up in them, deep up in them, and cut, like, a, cut the trees down in a big circle, and they back to having church. Because they used to do that so, you know, the white folks wouldn't know they was back there. I'll come oh. back. Nobody want to go back there and mess with them. So they'll be, it'll be just some woods on the property and they'll cut, they'll go way back up deep, about a mile deep and cut like a big old circle in there and be in there having church on uh, like on, on the nights in the middle of the night and stuff. Like, wow, you say, and how recent? That was in the, my grandma was born in 33. So that was like, what, 40 probably? Cause see, I'm trying to remember, bro. 
I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, bro. Where was Rosewood? Where was it? Yeah. <laughs> bro, it was right down the road from my grandma in Alachua, bro. It was okay, not, yeah. like right down the road, yeah, because my grandma, still, we was talking about it last time I was down there. She was talking about how she remembered and stuff. Um, Yeah. That junk crazy. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because I messed up. I, y'all, uh, I appreciate y'all for listening to Digging and Astra. I messed up uh, two weeks ago. I said... Uh, oh, I said, uh, I said, you know what happened in some county. I meant to say, a, uh, I meant to say a Coley. I said the wrong county, so I wanted to just say that. But yeah, bro, Rose, uh, Rosewood and all that was right down the road from him. It was on by Archer, not too far from Archer, where that stuff was going on. Got you. And that's what you were talking about and digging in the ash. Yeah, Archer. Shout yeah. out to Archer. Man, I, I ain't never tweeted about it because uh, it's at my grandma's house and stuff, but she did an interview for the University of Florida for the Black History Association. She did yeah. an interview. It's on YouTube. I might tweet it out or whatever, but she did an interview and she talked about like our family and stuff around that area and uh, all the history and stuff. Cause she used to teach down there. Um, and she'd been teaching, she was teaching down there for like 50 some years. And my granddad was preaching down there for 50 some years. So they've been around the city and stuff in, in Gainesville and stuff for a long time. And they know a lot of, and my grandma still know a lot of stuff about it. So they did, they interviewed her on that. But yeah, she used to tell me about all that stuff down there, man. Uh, Cause I'd be trying to figure out how like, how like the racial, racial tension and stuff was down there. And so um, she be telling me how it, it they ain't bother you. It, you know, nobody really bothered nobody. You know, you just respect that you had to have respect for each other really around that area. Cause it was just country, country people. Know, yeah, we still just segregated. trying to stay out of the way, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, but she did tell me, man, it's so crazy you said that. We, we going on this because she told just told me about a story about my granddad. So my great-granddad, uh, I had tweeted out a picture. Uh, it was a picture of somebody talk, they was talking about the first black man to beat a, a KKK man or something, a Ku Klux Klan. But my great-granddad, he got in he got in trouble for uh, doing that a long time ago. Uh, so they, that's how we got to Florida. Our family got to Florida. <laughs> but my granddad, he did up in Georgia. And my granddad, uh, when they moved to Jacksonville, my grandma said when she started, he was in the Air Force. And she said when he got the town, when they got married from in Valdosta, when they moved to Gainesville, they, uh, they went somewhere. And my granddad had, the, he was thirsty. And it wasn't nothing to open. It wasn't there, but a uh, white only uh, fountain. And my grandma, like, and the people got mad at my granddad. He was like, "All right, what you gonna do? You gonna take the water out of my mouth?" And junk. So yeah, so that that junk, I be wanting people to like realize that junk ain't that long because they be like they, they said they be making the stuff black and white to make you think it was a long time ago, but that junk was not that long ago, bro. Yeah, bro, that be the guilt, bro. It's still people living, you know, that that remember times like that. And I, I don't know. But uh, somebody posted a picture. They was like, uh, you remember the people that was pointing at like Ruby Bridges and stuff as she was walking in school in Arkansas, like the first black black yeah. kid. They, somebody posted a picture and they was like, uh, other, other people that was surrounding her pointing at her. And they was like, you know, people still, that was in Ruby Bridges, only 60 some years old. Them people 60 some years old too. And they got grandkids mm-hmm. that they raised. I, I always say, bro, them, them, uh, they didn't. It was an episode I be watching. I be watching a lot of white comedy uh, shows. I be watching Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And yeah. So they they was talking. Uh, there was an episode when uh they found out D 
and um D and uh and uh Dennis, they granddaddy was in the Nazis. And he had his <laughs> uniform still, right? He still had his uniform. And Charlie was wearing it. Uh, those of y'all listening uh, who like uh, always sunny, Charlie was wearing it. And Charlie, uh, and so it made me think, I was like, damn, if they granddaddy still got his Nazi uniform, I know it's just a car, uh, comedy, but a uh, uh, little TV show, but they got this idea from something. And so I was like, if he still got it, I bet you was somebody out there still got them hoods somewhere. Real quick, crazy thing, bro. Uh, on Amazon Prime, I think. It's a little series called Hunters. It came out, I want to say, like a year and a half ago, bro. What is called? Just, it's called Hunters. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got to make sure it's that. I'm going to look it up again just to make sure, though. But it's about, like, these people by day, you know, they have regular jobs and all that. But by night, they hunt Nazis, bro, like undercover Nazis. Oh, uh, I seen that. I think I, I, I ain't watch it, but I saw I saw it, uh, like, an advertisement for it. Yeah, but I watched a couple episodes and, bro, you just really made me think about that with that, bro. Because that was based on present times, though. Mm-hmm. So you're right, bro. We we never know, bro, what people be doing, like, in their personal lives. Yeah, you bro. Never you never know, dog. That, but that, yeah, that TV show made me really think, like, where, they somewhere, bro. And it's, it's still people around here, like, you know, the the pride of dicks I ain't gonna get too much into that um but the pride of dicks and all them um and I'm, look you see it when you really know it's still around what made me know it's still around is when I drive to Gainesville it reminds me um that it's still here you see flags of um you know Trump flags a whole like almost a stretch like a two mile stretch you see Trump flags um you see the confederate flags with the Trump flag attached to it right by a church um on, on one city uh, bro, you you see all that stuff, man, and you just that's scary. You, you still seeing that now, my brother? Like I, if I at, if my brother, I ride down the road, down the road from my house. It's a street. Me and my wife like to drive around. We just like to drive around looking at houses, right? When a hurricane hit, uh, we we start doing that. That one that knocked out all the power. Uh, that yeah. time we like to start. We started driving around and just looking at random houses and stuff in neighborhoods. So we like to drive around neighborhoods. We drove down this street on the side street down the road from us, bro. It's like you you go down it and it's straight, right? Then you go down this hill and you see this big flag, this big Trump flag, and like you go all the way down and it's all and I and I couldn't believe it, bro. I was like, dog. He still, uh, black folks don't even still got up their Obama stuff. <laughs> man, hey man, Mike, dog, that junk crazy to me, bro. I ain't with my, bro, I still, you know, man, well, you remember, I don't know, man. All right, y'all, listen, man, we, this is a great episode, Mike, but we good, but Mike, I met Mike in, in 12th grade at FAMU High, man. I moved to FAMU High, that was my first year, Mike, that was your first year too, wasn't it? That was my first year too, bro. Yeah, crazy just, thing, just bro. getting there. It was it was in, in English class, Miss Warner, R.P. Miss Warner, and shout out Miss Woods. Yeah. Miss Woods probably in, in the moon getting ready right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, hey man. <laughs> Yo, you just brought it back with that. Yo, Miss Woods. Hey, what's up, Miss Woods? But uh, we used to, we, I met my in, my used to be sit like a couple seats behind me. He wouldn't say nothing. 
Like, damn, how long did they go say nothing back here? I found out Mike was the smartest nigga in the class, bro. <laughs> I said, Mike, man, Mike been back here fooling me like a motherfucker, bro. That nigga that had all the answers back here, not saying nothing, bro. <laughs> damn, bro, Mike, bro, used to get me with that, bro. Hey, that's crazy, though, bro, because I remember crazy thing no smoke you ain't really say much though bro i don't know bro i used to, get used fucking, to just be chilling bro <laughs> bro i used to be fucking sitting there trying to see what was going on at lincoln man trying to help my home you know i used to get caught with my cell phone all the Bad, time you used to always have your phone <laughs> <going. laughs> bro that lady used to bro she used to make me so mad bro come on miss warner <laughs> like you we already know i'm gonna have my phone dog come on now <laughs> we know we going we know it we already know I'm gonna have my phone. <laughs> yo, smoke screen fast. Yo, real quick, nah, my phone, bro. Used to have your book bag in your lap, kid. Yeah, bro. Bag, open it a little bit, and you look up every five seconds, bro. And now I try to kick your chest sometimes. You're like, yo, she coming, <laughs> bro. But she still come. When she called my mom up, that bitch, boy. Oh man, bro. I said, God damn, boy. <laughs> Like, come on now, bro. I'm a senior, bro. I'm 17. You pulling shit like this, though? And you still calling my mom? Yeah, you calling my mom, bro. Real, really? I'm coming up the steps, bro. I get in class, bro. I'm sitting there with my phone playing around and shit. Next thing I know, my mama come out the back. I'm like, whoa. Come on, bro. I just got to this school. You can't be pulling shit like this, though. Yeah, man. That used to be crazy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, y'all boys used to kill, kill me, bro. That, that shit, that was the best time, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I know I, I told myself not to reminisce. I don't try not to reminisce a lot, but that shit was so lovely out there, man. It was, bro. Kicking the shit. And we was, at, my thought, real quick, though, that's crazy. We were one of the, we were the only class to get old fam and new fam kid. Yeah, yeah. Like we started old fam and graduated from the new Bro, man, you know, you know how proud my granddaddy was uh, that I went to that school, bro. When I told that nigga I was an ROTC, hey, man, you know we weren't doing <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> <we're so sorry. laughs> hey, Mike, we was in that bitch playing Tunk. My mama be trying to figure out how I know how to play Tunk so good. Hey, man. <laughs> Boy, I learned from Bun Bun. I, hey, I learned from Lil Gucci and Bun Bun, nigga. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, boy. Yo, shout out to Sam, yo, dang. Bro, my granddad was so happy, dog. I think, yo, that's crazy. I my mom from, graduated from family. She was the same way, bro. She was so happy. I think from grad, I think he was more proud of me going to family high than he was me graduating from family. Me going from the college, bro, for real, bro. I I truly believe, dog. Like when he seen how many black, cause he was all about like he wanted his he wanted his his kids and his grandkids to see to go to the same type of school that he got to be you know to be raised up like him. Don't let them other you know they they are allies, but don't let the other people raise your you know school your kids. So uh, when yeah. me going to that black school, bro, uh, family high, he he loved that shit, bro, and I and I loved it too, bro. I loved that motherfucker too, bro. <laughs> Y'all boys had me rolling, man. That, that shit was crazy. Yo, you think your granddad influenced you know the way you look at life now? Hell yeah, bro. Cause we, we had like a a connection, bro. Like I still be having dreams about him and stuff. Like just talking to me and stuff. But yeah, I, I I truly do like um just seeing a dude that 
you know, they people be talking about preachers and stuff, and you know, preachers be stealing money and stuff and all that. And I get kind of upset when people talk about that because I know a dude that man, I used to usher, bro. This man would give two hundred dollars in the collection plate, ask not ask for no change, and his guest speaker next to him giving fifty and asking for forty back. You know, um, he passed he passed away. But his whole thing, bro. He retired. Uh, he re- we going, but we having this good. This gonna be a good one. But we he retired and he retired when I was ten years old from preaching. I thought we was gonna be going fishing and stuff all the time. Uh, and then he turned around uh, and like two years later, I guess uh, they he the this church. Uh, you ever seen the um? Not the devil in the blue dress, but uh, the devil's advocate. With Al Pacino? Yeah, the old movie. Yeah. So the church that when they was in Gainesville. Yeah. That church was my granddaddy church where he preached at. What? Yeah. Wow. It it they shot it a year. Man, it's a long, I ain't gonna get into it. It was a, it was they shot it like two years after he went to he went and preached in Lake City. But yeah, that was the church he preached at. So um, it was a fa- it's a family church, man. Shout out to the Boston's and stuff, but it's a family church down there. And gang, it's really like a family. They uh, all them family that really go to that one church. But uh, his whole he was so close to them. He retired. They needed a pastor. He came back and preached for him, and took it on took on for him. Went after he retired. So then he turned around and uh, before he passed away, his whole thing was he wanted to build them a new sanctuary. Cause they grandmother um, who passed while he was still, while he went back and preached, he, uh, she was an old lady and this lady knew the Bible, like the back of her hand, like, bro, this shit so deep, bro. Behind that, behind that church is the oldest, is a, a national landmark, a national landmark, bro. It's the oldest um, black school, I think in Florida. Where? Yeah. And they actually have the, one of the original, old flags american flags wow at this church bro so the lady who the uh, lady who was like the real like leader of the church uh the old lady um mother boston um when she passed her like one of her dying wishes was to get this, a new church a new sanctuary built so my granddaddy he did all he could and uh built that church helped build that sanctuary and get it done and he passed away after it got built, but I, yeah, I, I seen a dude that you know didn't that gave us all didn't have no side kids, didn't do nothing, you know, came from Jacksonville out the city. Um, still, we still got the land out there in Jacksonville he was raised on. I then mixing town people out there in 904. Uh, you know, that's out, out there. Um, out there by uh, you know, Jacksonville pretty good, Mike. Yeah, I'm pretty familiar. What, what, with what's it, that? Yeah. What's it? Uh, man, I think a little Duval from around the Moncrief. I think I think not too far from around there, um, Moncrief. And if you know anything about Jackson, you know about that area. But um, not too far from around there, bro. But yeah, just a dude that grew up and then married a country lady and then freaking bro just did try to do the best he could. You know, he messed up. You know, just just cussing. He used to cuss a lot sometimes. <laughs> but you know, just I see the dude live. I be trying to live like that, bro. You know, sometimes uh, sometimes you you know you. You 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 don't mess up, but you kind of slip up, but you catch yourself. But you know, just trying to stay on a straight and narrow. But that that's what I be thinking about. Then, like I told you too, I be thinking about uh, what make me like how I be trying to do my stuff is I be thinking about the people that I represent. I don't just represent myself. You coming on my episode, I represent you. Um, Trey uh, with Culture Uncut came on. I represent him. 
I remember Thomas, me and him do a podcast, so I can't be, you know, you can't be out here doing the crazy stuff and the wild stuff, because then it'd be like, damn, this your man's? This your dude? And so I kind of <laughs> realized that. Kind of realized that, uh, you know, because you can't, I, boy, this is crazy. I thought about this before we got on. Uh, You can't dip your, you can't, you can you can you can taste the the, the fuck sauce real quick, you know. Being a fuck nigga, sometimes you might taste it real quick. Or what that? Oh uh, man, nah nah nah. But if, once you step your foot in there, that bit sticky, boy. You can't get it off. Of you. you feel me? So I try not to put my foot in that dog. Keep away. But yeah, that's why. Yeah, 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 Mike. But uh, yeah, man, I know Mike a long time, dog. Mike is good, bro. I, I know Mike a long time, man. Uh. Always been a good dude, man. Always being cool, bro. Always knowledgeable about stuff that's going on. Um, even like you know, and catching my little my little sub tweets, bro. That's why I got you on too, bro. Cause you be catching my stuff and like, damn. <laughs> but might be on the same page, bro. Might be on the same page, man. You be catching my stuff, bro. I be I just be glad you be putting it out, bro. Cause I be feeling like a lot of the time, bro. I understand people use Twitter for you know an outlet. To just kind of get away from everything that be serious. But some people do look for the like, you know, the check in, man, tap in, make sure everybody on the same page, bro. And for you to continuously push the envelope with it, bro. I yo, I be retweeting everything you put out, bro. Like facts, not even rides or shit, but for real, bro. Yeah, bro. I be trying to think like uh like I, I told my boy Silk, I was like, if I if we all on, uh, I don't think I told them all this, but I was thinking in my head, if y'all on one accord, bro, like you don't know how they have the National Day of Prayer. I truly yeah. think black folks, we need to have like, like set a time, okay, at this time, this date, we all, no matter what belief you have, bro, because at the end of the day, it's all a God. You all shooting, you all shooting and aiming at a God. You talking about a God, no matter what he at, he, he, he a God of good, no matter what it is. So it would do your prayer at a certain time of day. And I feel like if we keep doing that constantly, though, I know it might be just a crazy thought, man. I know y'all know I'd be in my vibes, but I'd be thinking that, that that'll set us on the right, on the on the right way. You know, kind of change our direction. If we can all come together and just and just pray, man. Cause um people, you know, they was talking about Kanye, how he talked about uh, you know, why didn't the slaves run away and everything. But one thing you you gotta wonder, um, you know, at that time, what if that's what that's what at that time them people put them through that but that's what they was doing at that time but they all came together and prayed they still prayed and thought together they were some of them was you know doing crazy stuff or doing stuff they weren't helping the team but that team still stayed together even though it took a while they still got out though but where do we lose the time where do we lose the mindset of, of coming together and thinking together and i think mm. that's what set us that set us apart from um you know other people you know, other nationalities and races. Like they they somehow find a way to come together on something, but we it seems like we can't find a way to come together. So I, I told my wife, I was like, man, I think if we all prayed at a certain time, at a certain at a certain time, certain day, you know, maybe just every week, just try it out for a month, month two. Or just be in your thoughts to yourself. You know, just sit down and, and stop moving for a second, man. Try to realign our lives, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. You know what? Real quick, let me ask you about that, though. Because, yeah. you know, I hear it a lot, you know, in the field that I'm in that people try to separate church and state. Mm -hmm. So for us to set, a, you know, a designated time for us to, you know, come together, because what you're saying right now is something that would unify everybody. 
You sure that's you know what everybody will want right now in this time? Yeah, because I, I know you've been talking about it in some of your digging in the ashtrays, bro. Yeah, it's people, better to keep us divided. Divided, yeah. yeah for man, some people's. That's why I always point back to um, like I'm I'm a Christian, but I respect the Muslim religion because of their prayer, right? And um, one day I was going to work at my side gig, and I was getting out, and it was during the time I think of uh, what is it Ramadan? I think Ramadan. Yeah, I, I saw um a dude. Uh, I think he owned one of those shops in a, in a mall or something, but I saw him, bro, in the parking lot. His wife was in the car, but he it was at the time before sunset. He needed to pray. And bro, no lie, bro. Out of respect, bro, I sat there and prayed to myself too. While he sat there and prayed, because I respect that, dog. And I feel like, man, if we all, I know them people won't, they won't allow that. But if you did it like in the middle of the night, what they say, late in the middle, in the midnight hour, in the midnight hour. Come on, man. Come on, man. Hey, cause real quick, just touch on that tidbit, bit, bro. Uh-huh. Not try to set, you know, the same narrative that keep getting pushed in the media with Muslims, bro. Mm-hmm. But we went to school with somebody. We went to fam. I don't know if you know this dude named Artemis, though. He was like that in school, bro. Like, you know, he out on the scene. He did his thing, whatever, whatever, whatever. But, bro, like, I just seen him, like, I think it was three months ago, bro, mm-hmm. out at, like, Publix, bro. He's, you know, he straight, he transformed. He's straight Islamic, bro. And, bro, like, he so calm now, bro, and to just see the difference. And I was thinking, like you said, that prayer, bro. Yeah. That that soothes your soul, bro, like the old people used to say. Yeah. Like, it really do. It do, and I I be catching my, bro, this is a good, such a good episode, y'all. I catch myself trying to tell myself, um, tell myself, yo, B, like, bro, like, you, you ain't prayed, right? And I tell myself, B, you know, you need to get down there and pray, bro. Cause um, you don't wanna you don't wanna fall into a situation where where you need prayer. You feel me? You ain't what you, you now you need it. You ain't pray when you you ain't pray yesterday, but now you need it. And I don't, I don't wanna fall in that situation. So I be trying to pray, bro. But I think I don't, I think we done fell away from prayer. Even if even if it ain't prayer, that's mm-hmm. why I be trying to say meditating and just being to being. I had the episode about stillness. Mm-hmm. you know just being in your mind you know just being in your mind i don't think people like to do that that's why i like to see, just sit back kick back man i don't like do too much man sit back kick back um this saturday bro if we want to record i'd be sitting back probably putting one up chilling bro clean something real quick cutting on larry june just chilling like because i don't know bro just prepare you ain't got to be out because you know you work monday through friday that's when you you know you if you you can't show yourself too much, man. Like your mama said, don't wear your welcome out, dog. <laughs> you feel me? Wear your welcome out outside, and you ain't prepared yourself on Monday when you gotta go. You know, really face the world. Thanks. I don't know, man. But yeah, Mike, that was good, man. But yeah, we were talking about kid. <laughs> we were talking <laughs> about kid. Kid Peel made it. And uh, we was talking about Kid Peel, dog. Uh, that brother Peel, man. I feel like Mike. I was telling you, I was thinking. Like I feel like he he played no like he did I, like his his career is almost like how his shows is the the playing with playing with the other people playing with the white folks and stuff and then all of a sudden now you showing them in the movies now you showing them who they are and, and you know what y'all be doing what we see sometimes what some of y'all be doing now you see it holding like you said holding the mirror up to yourself 
that's the sea, bro, the satire, the bro, the irony, bro. And and like I was telling you, bro, it's crazy when you put the mirror to some, you know, some of these certain types, how uncomfortable they get. But it's like, why are you uncomfortable? Like you just said it five minutes ago, bro. When yeah. you in your mind, bro, you in your mind. Yeah, but now I'm showing you why you unco- getting uncomfortable about it. Exactly. You know, and that's where that guilt comes in, bro. I, that comes with a lot of people. Bro. I don't think I don't think people really like uh like that's why I be trying to do to myself. I be trying to look back at uh some of the stuff I be saying or doing, and I be like, yo, B, you can't be saying that or you can't be doing that. Watch yourself now. Watch yourself. I be trying to, you know, you got sometimes if you if you mess up, you can mess up, but if you how long it's gonna take you to correct it is what matters. So I don't know, bro. But I think that's what they, that be messing them up because they know it's gonna take them a long time to correct it. But it's something that's embedded. Nah, I ain't gonna get too much into that, bro. <laughs> but crazy thing, we gonna mm-hmm. actually get back to it, bro. That's the crazy thing. But we gonna hold that. All right. <laughs> All right. Bye, man. We'll talk about man. God dang. Twenty one Savage, bro. We was talking about the drill music and stuff. I should have said it then. That Twenty One Savage and Wack One Hundred. If y'all haven't seen it, man, Wack One Hundred, bro. Who is Wack? You know who? You actually know who he is? I don't really know him. Okay, from what I've seen off, you know, like documentaries and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I ain't gonna lie, bro. His name holds weight, like in the mm-hmm. West Coast, as far as like gang relations and stuff like that. And he's he a world star. Shoot, he used to be on World Star a little bit. Back yeah, in the day, like his videos have been on World Star. And all yeah, I remember back in yeah. All right, from dealing with the game back in the day, bro. But yeah, he, he so uh, his name is it, his name ring bell smoke. I ain't gonna hold you, but get into it, bro. Yeah, my but fault. yeah, he uh, it seemed like bro, it just seemed like they was trying to go at twenty one man on Clubhouse. It seemed like they was trying to get him to, to do something or say something. And I'm glad he twenty one one. That's why I, I kind of respect him, bro, because he hold his. He hold himself a little bit. Bro, I'm because I was gonna say, I don't know if you, you know, know the story behind that, but prior to that clubhouse interaction, mm-hmm. WAC 1069 and DJ Academics sat down because DJ Academics got a podcast where they did an interview where this was the first time WAC 100 would sit down with 69 because 69 and WAC 100 got a history where they've been beefing. Oh, they all because whack been calling them a rat and all this. You a snitch. I couldn't never deal with a snitch. But turn around and it's a whole 180 when you sat down and did an interview with this man. So I could understand where 21 coming from. Like that. Cause did you you heard the conversation, bro? It started off with 21 saying, you know, I don't I don't agree with whack, you know. Mm-hmm. Agreeing with anything a rat would say, which you referring to six yeah. nine, and from that I felt like whack just got in his feelings because that's a true statement, bro. If you know you live in this life and you know he, if I'm saying he's supposed to be connected with like Suge and Tupac, come on, bro, Suge and Tupac would never be associated with a six nine, bro. Yeah, yeah. and I'm not. That's not even my generation, bro. When Tupac was out, I'm like eight, nine. I ain't listening to rap like that, but I could tell, bro, just from they or, bro, how they used to get down back then, bro. 
they wouldn't have got with none of this stuff they doing now, bro. Nah, bro. I, I really, bro. That man, I, I really be thinking about that too, brother. It, it, just imagine that those two individuals, how much music could have changed, situations could have changed and stuff. Them two, uh, Biggie and uh, Tupac. Yeah, Biggie and Tupac. Yeah, that, that's yeah. crazy. Um, but yeah, twenty one. Like I didn't know Wack one hundred and him and uh six nine had beef. I didn't know they had beef prior. I thought it was always cool. No, because you know Blueface. Which is Wax artist. Okay, okay. Was going at it with Six Nine, and then Wax got in it. Bro, Blueface came out with anything lately? <laughs> Yo, because I think I see you you reposted on Twitter. The last thing I heard from Blueface is him fighting the boy, the YouTube boy, and then fighting the fan after, bro. Yeah, bro. I ain't heard nothing from. Him. I know he was running. Uh, thought he was uh pimp daddy, pimp daddy king. <laughs> Around there with them ladies, uh, but yo, with, with the house, right? Yeah, man, that man. <laughs> boy, <laughs> hey, man, them fools ain't learn from it, man. You better not play around with that stuff, like Robert Kelly, man. You see, he ain't. Ooh. you know what? That's a good. Comp- I, I not try to, you know, reach in there, but that's a comparison I ain't heard, but you can really make that, bro. Yeah, I heard. I heard. I think I got that from the cup podcast. They were talking about that. Um. They said that they made that reference to it, uh, because he was playing around like that. But yeah, people ain't learning, man. But uh, Robert Kelly, uh, go to OJ, dog. OJ said he uh, <laughs> OJ said he'll never go back to LA because he don't know if he's sitting next to the killer. I just I never step a foot in LA ever again, bro. They keep playing with OJ, man. I don't know why they won't just get him a TV show or something, bro. But his Twitter account, you know, he be doing numbers on that bit. Yo. Everybody, bro, I see him reposting it on every blog on Instagram. It, you're right, bro. They need to just give him a show, bro, because it's entertainment, bro. Bro, and man, that's across the board: white, black, green, purple. Man, <laughs> imagine OJ and Mike Tyson on the TV show together. Yo, bro, <laughs> bro, they'll come out with a government bill to stop that from happening, dog. <laughs> Ain't no way yeah. that's gonna happen, bro. That'll be so live, though, bro. I watch every second of it, bro. <laughs> bro, I would too, bro. Might be kill. He be killing them on um, his little hot boxing, bro. You, you ever? You did you? You was did you listen to Mo? Mo? Uh, what was it? Mo three? Uh, M- yeah, yeah, bro. I was gonna say, bro. Actually, bro that was. I was having a conversation yeah. with the girl who uh do my hair. Yo, shout out to uh Chrissy uh. Twisted style, bro, on Instagram, bro. Shout out to her. But she was doing my hair, bro, and she was talking about uh, the Mo3 boy and how he actually, I didn't notice, he sung too, kind of like Moray, the boy you be talking about on Yeah, Yeah, I ain't know that. Like, he had like a little scene, like a little soulful side, bro. Yeah, he did. She showed me some of the things, and I was like, yo, that's kind of dope, bro. Like, he could actually sing. But that episode when he was on Hot Boxing, that joint, you ever seen it? Did you you ever saw it? I never saw it though. No. Bro, you gotta watch, bro. Put you one up and watch that one, dog. That's a great one right there, bro. The episode with him and uh when Bo- Boosie was on there, it was on Mike Tyson Hot Boxing, Boosie and MO3 and it, right? <laughs> okay, I seen Boosie though, cause yo, Tyson. 
What what she said? I was gonna say I seen when Boosie came on that because him and Tyson kind of got into it. Hey, <laughs> hey, bro! Hey, you can look at Boosie's face. Boosie was like, man, man. but like he was he started thinking about all them pay per views he had watched as a kid. Like, oh no, nah, I ain't fucking with this nigga. Man. <laughs> I ain't for this Mike, man. Mike just crazy. Bro, that goes to what you ever seen the story about the locks, you know, then the boys shut shut down versus how they was finna stay. Yeah, you ever seen that story? It made me think yeah. about that. You can see that in Boosie's face. So just imagine that's two accounts that we didn't see where niggas didn't did that, bro. We we didn't heard some niggas talk about it, and now we didn't see some niggas, we didn't seen it up close on video. A niggas <laughs> Boosie is the, the gangster of them all, dog. Between Gucci Man and Boosie, that I don't know who more gangster than that. But you Damn. didn't see gang, you didn't see Boosie gangsta ass sit down and, and and think about it and say, nah, it ain't even worth it, dog. Now if Webby was next to him, I bet you he would have done. He would have said something. Oh, they would have jumped. They would have jumped. <laughs> Webby, Webby probably would have said that way. He was missing. He should have. <laughs> Webby would have said something to his ass. <laughs> Say man, what did nigga say to you, man? <laughs> hey, Ryan. Hey. Nigga must not know we pulled up in six twelves. <laughs> oh my man. <laughs> hey man. Yeah. Yo, oh man. Bro, they got there, bro. But yeah, I see Boo, I see the boost's face. Like he he was looking like. Man, mine, I, mine. <laughs> he do. I, bro, I believe he said like he had. I think he addressed it or some shit about that. He like he almost said something, but yeah, you can see that you definitely telling his face he wanted to say something because Mike did. That was rude, bro. <laughs> bro, but Mike, if you notice, bro, might be trying people like anybody that talk about like Lil Nas X or anybody like that might be trying them. Mike could try you like that. Yeah, because he, I, I feel like he tried to stick up for people, which I do understand that, mm-hmm. bro. Because, I mean, you know, I don't know if you know his background, but he talked about it. He used to get yeah. shit on a lot. As yeah. a so I could see that, bro, bro. <laughs> I mean, what would you do, Smoke? <laughs> this nigga's just selling out right here. Bro, bro. I would do what Boosie, I would do what Boosie did, bro. You, <laughs> you would have done Yeah, bro. I, I'm going to tell you, bro, going back to that fam you high, man, uh, Sergeant Schultz told uh, Ian one time, Shout out, boy Ian Quake, man. He told Ian, he said, "I'll beat you in a uh, in a big room. You'll get me in a small room." And so, oh. ever since that day, I said, "All right." I I, I, I kind of thought about that, and I said, "Okay, that room was small. Nah, you ain't gonna beat Mike Tyson. You know, Mike jabs. He his jabs be short, so he got you. You in a, that small box studio? He bah, bah, bah. You ain't, man." <laughs> Bro, I tell you, boy, Boosie would have had to worry about his uh, IG getting canceled. Boy, he wouldn't have had, he would have canceled that bit himself. And he messed around <laughs> with Mike, bro. <laughs> he would have been talking, Boosie. You ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Bro, I low key think Mike was trying to trying to press it to get that far, dog. Bro, for real, bro, because this is before the Roy Jones Jr. fight, bro. So bro, Mike, Mike ain't fought in no year. You can you can see, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. Who the fuck is him? I don't like that. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> he get real. I don't like that. 
<laughs> Yo, Mike is psycho. Who, who, who is this boosie? <laughs> You're boosie? I'm going to call him boo. I don't like that. <laughs> hey, man. Mike, dog, that joint crazy, bro. Cause I was sitting, there, I, I was like, bro, I know I ain't the only one. Then I was so, I was like, bro, we were talking about me and T was talking about Twitter last night. Well, Twitter is like a big family. Cause I seen what other, I seen other people tweet. I said, oh, boy, I want to say that. Cause I thought I knew I wasn't the only one that saw that boy. <laughs> nah, bro, Twitter catch everything, bro. Social media, period, bro. You can't do nothing. They gonna catch it, bro. Bro, they gonna know the outfit, the shoestrings, everything, bro. Bro, like I would tell the teeth I said on the episode after I was like, shit, bro. Twitter like that cut. Twitter like they don't play. Twitter like smoking on Friday. You know, Craig <laughs> told him you play all damn day up and down this road. Who else in the, who else in here playing but you? And that's like Twitter, bro. It could be a world going down. Twitter, she what y'all doing tomorrow? And <laughs> somebody gonna make a thread ain't no tomorrow, bitch. And then it's gonna be a long thread, a funny jump. <laughs> That's trending, bro. From bro, I'm trying to remember where was it like Black Navy, bro? Where they was talking about uh like it was supposed to be some like catastrophe. I think so, bro. <laughs> in the navy, and bro, and it was just nothing but straight black people playing, bro. Oh. Mama said, come in and say, you know, like little old black jokes and stuff, bro. Bruh. You can tell everybody played in the back of church, boy. I'm <laughs> you, you can tell everybody went to church to play in the back of church every Sunday. That's that what Twitter is, bro. That's, the, that's the best way to describe it. Twitter is the back of the church, bro. Mm-hmm. Just, bro, that, that's good, bro. Twitter is the back of the back of the church, man. <laughs> that's crazy. Dog, uh, but man, so me, if y'all ever follow uh, me and Mike, man, sometimes you might find me and Mike talk about Lake uh, Lanier and, and all the crazy stuff. Mike, bro, you Mike, you yeah. from you from Georgia? Yeah. You you ever been to Lake Lanier? No, bro. Okay, so the thing is, bro, Lake Lanier, the dam that it comes from, mm-hmm. is built on the Chattahoochee. I was born in Columbus, bro which is, like, on the edge of the Chattahoochee. Yeah. So I've always heard about Lake Lanier and whatever, whatever, but I've never visited. Bro, I'm scared to go there, bro. Bro, I'm scared, too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that junk, like, the bro, the boogeyman, bro. I be scared to open up them articles about that bit, bro. I'm like, bro, everybody going, bro, I seen a video, a girl just jumped in that bit, and, like, she sunk, like she went up on them. I'm like, nah, man, they, somebody had to make, play around with these videos, but Supposedly that's gonna well, be happening, man. Well, crazy thing, because you know it's built underneath part of it is built underneath the seminary cemetery too, bro. So it's holes underneath the like you'll be underneath like three feet of water, three feet of water, three feet of water, and it's like 12 feet. Oh, then you done drop six feet. Thank you, bro. Out of nowhere, bro, and drown just like that. What? I just read this online, bro. Getting ready for the episode, bro. Swear to God, it, it, bro. That's the scare. That's like top five to me, bro. One of the scariest places in America, bro. It is, dog. It used to be a, a thing over there on um on Mississippi, a little uh, insane asylum house. Yo, the abandoned building, right? The abandoned. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. They tore that bit down, nah. They didn't tore it down, but it used to have vines like called Sun- Sunnyland, Sunnyland, or some junk like that. That's the name. Mm-hmm. Bro, that shit used to spook me too, bro. Yeah, people used to go right there and go in there, but yeah, bro, that late in the near, that junk crazy, man. And it's like every year, bro, like late in the near, like I'm like, dog, like people, I think people would be detect. Testing it though, I think uh, you know the people be talking about Doranism and Doran. Yeah, I think that's what he out there. He that's it. That's he stay out there. Cause he gonna get mankind, but mankind gonna be stupid to keep bringing you behind on out here. Thank you, bro. But and then that's what I remember writing you, bro, and asking you, bro, why are people still going out there, bro? Like I, that's my thing. I don't get. The thrill seekers, dog. I guess, I guess that's the amusement ride, bro. Going out there, cause that's the only thing I could think, bro. I would go out there, dog. <laughs> like, bro, it's man. All right, that's just like they tell you, like in a certain neighborhood, you know not to ride through, right? I know not to go in this ocean. I know I, I mean this water. I know not to go in this water. This water and it took how many lives? And just recently. Mm-mm. Thank you, bro. And it's crazy, cause. Earlier, we was talking about, you know, the uh, swamps and everything, mm-hmm. bro. And just looking up everything, you know, Lake Lanier came from Oscarville, which was another black community, bro. And I was reading on the history in 1912, bro. It was two black boys who was convicted and charged with rape, which, you know, set off some people the wrong way. They got mad. They start bombing the town piece by piece, bro. Mm-hmm. And they said by 1912, Smoke, they had a thousand people, a thousand black people in the town. And by 1922, it's desert. Nobody was there, bro. No black people. From a thousand to zero. From how, how many years that took? A decade, 10 years. Not Damn. a soul. But so bro- they bought the land, bro. And just flooded it out to make an ocean. I mean, a lake. Man, you know, my grandma, she told me they don't make no more land, dog. And they, they, mm-hmm. they that's a crazy way how they, like, the same stuff about going down there and uh, Okoe, how they took the, you know, took the black folks' land, bro. That's a crazy way to take land. That, bro, and listening, you talk about it on digging in the ashtray, bro. It, it I fit, I know it's. It's got to be illegal, bro. In some way, bro. That can't be right. I don't understand it, bro. They be talking about, you know, protect my law with my gun, but they taking people land right behind your back. Shouldn't you be fighting for your land? Or fighting for the government taking your land? Or, or cutting just through your land like this? But know, that lets you know how power people know how powerful land is, bro. Uh-huh. That's that shit. That shit's crazy. That's crazy, bro. But yeah, I ain't man late. I ain't know that about late Lanier, man. That yeah, bro. I was just looking that up because I ain't know that either, bro. Man, I, I don't know, man. Uh I know this. I'm gonna say this, then we're gonna go to the next topic, dog. I was thinking in my head, I was like, man, this land, uh, like like stuff like that. You think the land is cursed, but I was like, ain't stolen land cursed. To begin anyway, with. Yeah, bro. <laughs> to begin with. Yeah, dog. Bro. And you know, and this is us learning the history, bro. Just the whole state of Florida, bro. 
Stolen land, bro. Yeah. Stolen land, bro. So Stolen every week, well, you got a new Florida, man, bro, for some crazy stuff that's going on in Florida. That's what I be thinking, seriously, bro. That's Stolen another land, one of the bro. curses. Stolen land. It, it's crazy, bro. And then, like, uh, stuff that, like, my, my family have to deal with sometimes is, like, they won't tell you about, uh, like, meetings and stuff that they be having. Sometimes they won't tell you about it. So, like, they'll leave the black folks out of it. So, you know, they'll do stuff with their land and won't tell the black folks about it. So you got to kind of figure out by yourself. But it's crazy, man. And it, that's crazy. And then to see, but you talking about lately and seeing this happening, you know, back then and go to that drought, that route to do it. That's crazy, bro. That land, they don't make no more land, bro. <laughs> they don't make no hey, land. That's right, though. Wow. I ain't never think about it like that. They don't make no more land, bro. <laughs> What's this going? It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Once you ain't paid that taxes, they on your ass. You out of here. But man, yeah, dog. So uh that goes, that goes. It's kind of tie in if you if you think about it a little bit, smoke on it, think about it, kind of tie in. But Dr. Dre uh passing down land, he ain't passed down no no land to his daughter. Uh <laughs> how, how you feel about that, bro? You know. <laughs> Because the craziest thing, bro, out of everybody I see on Twitter, I see Shannon Sharp, bro, making sense, bro. Shannon was like, you know what I'm saying? The fact that she's 38, she got a baby daddy, a mom with a whole nine yards. Now, you know, at some point, because I don't know her and Dre's relationship either. All we know is the story that she told. Yeah, you see, that's... So, <clears throat> yeah. So if they had some type of relationship or even agreement, like, you know, hey, as long as I'm trying or, you know, as long as I'm doing something, I could understand where she's coming from. But just entitlement through a title, not to sound, you know, like bad or nothing, but come on. Because we don't know the story, bro. What if you've been trying his whole life, you know, making sure she's staying on her feet, she blowing through the money all this. I think people just what jump. I think people just jump to conclusion because of what uh, what Dre just did, <laughs> you know, fake that aneurysm, you know, uh, get out of that. So I think people just jump to conclusion that he a fuck nigga for it. But I do see, I see, <laughs> I see, I got like, see, that's why I was like, I'm on both sides. Yeah, I'm on both sides with it because I can kind of see like, damn, Dre, why you ain't help your daughter out? But then I could kind of see, I don't know what kind of agreement they had and what she done done. To steal it if she didn't stole money from him. Exactly. In the past. Exactly. And, you know, stuff. She 38. She 38. Between 21 and 38, that's a lot of time. You don't know what could have happened between 28, 21 and 38. It was 17 years. She could have done something to him. So I would like to know another side of it, you know, at least hear it. But then that going to what we was just talking about with Twitter, bro. Everybody jumped to conclusions. Look what's going on, you know, with everything from. The whole baby thing to tour. The internet a wild place, bro. How you feel about that baby thing? <laughs> you, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give you my thought. I'm going to give you my thought. All right. I'm going to let yeah. you know. All right. So I think, um, like, I, he, he messed up with saying that. For, first off, he messed up with saying He's that. Back. You know, because we don't want to disrespect everybody. Love, we don't. Uh, he messed up yeah. with saying it, but I, 
Like, uh, I be thinking to myself, um, I, I tweeted out earlier this week, Nas had a line in Raw song. He said, um, I think he said, like, mentally sexualized or something like that, well, sex craze or something, but uh, we fucking, uh, we fucking survivors. Or some shit, I tweeted out again, but I tweeted it out. But um, I feel like uh, they pushed that whole, you know, when we was kids with BT Uncut, they pushed all these other things on us, like, sexually, and I feel like with this generation, they now they trying to open it up with this. Um, but that's just my thought, my thought on it. So I so I ain't really got no point on other, you know, what what side you know I'm on because respecting the people. But that's why I just think feel like they trying to open it up. They opened up the, the sexual um with the BT and cut and the different videos and access to the videos, and now they're uh, they opening up more doors. I don't know. It's crazy though. Well, my thought, let me, you know. Because I was going a different kind of route with it. Like, going back to what you said originally, bro. What he said was, you know, that's wrong, bro. Because mm-hmm. whatever that, you know, each person doing their bedroom, that's their business. Yeah. But I don't like the whole copycat game I was seeing from the festivals. You dig? Yeah. For them to, you know, back to back to be like, oh, we see one festival counseling them. So we going to counsel them, too. Yeah, now we going to counsel them, too. Cause it's kind of feel, it kind of feel like, remember we was talking like right when the pandemic started and the whole thing with George Floyd happened, bro. And how all these big corporations was just jumping on the bandwagon, bro. Oh yeah, man, we support Black Lives Matter, da 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 And I'm noticing all these same companies, bro. As soon as this Asian stuff started happening, it's, oh, you know what? Now we support the Asians, da 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 And it's just like, it's trendy to them, bro. Like that's what. Yeah, to get the money, really. To get the money. The money, yeah. They know it's gonna bring money to them and and views and stuff. And oh, they they support. They do this, so let's support them. Type stuff. Uh, it's it's crazy, bro. It's fishing, really. You fishing? Um, you know how they say lawyers ain't nothing but ambulance chasers. That's what these companies <laughs> doing, bro. They just chasing, you know, chasing the next. Next thing, dog. The next thing to to be a part of, so you can get a dollar out of, man. That's like advertisement. If you could attach yourself to it, it's just free advertisement, man. Uh, but that yeah. just show you how much a capitalist. Uh, yeah, I ain't gonna get in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the baby man, I, I would tweet it out, man. The baby messed up when he. I, I ain't really like him when he named himself. Uh, what was the baby Jesus? Yeah, bro. Nah, that's why I say I, I can't really, you know. Yeah, I was like, man, I was like, he, he kind of messed himself. He messed himself. <clears throat> to me, he met, he kind of like we said, curse land. He messed himself up when he named himself Baby Jesus. Why would you name yourself that? But you see, he realized he couldn't. <clears throat> he realized he couldn't do. He couldn't. That name wasn't gonna sell. So he switched it to uh, the baby. Yeah, I see. He, he had all the look, man. He met. He really, 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 really fumbled the bag, bro. Because, like you said, with TikTok, bro, bro, this is so crazy how it's flowing together. With TikTok, my nephew, uh, he loved TikToking. He would talk about the baby. He got a little TikTok he made on his account talking about the baby, and like the baby head. They talking about look like a PT Cruiser. <laughs> it was like a little YouTube video or whatever. It was like it's the baby. <laughs> And I was like, dang, see, he'd have got with these, and then the name the baby and stuff. The little kids will remember always remember this and grow up. You can, man. 
Wow. I ain't think about that marketing wise. Yeah. yeah, he he really fumbling, man. You you feel like it like I know people been talking about it a lot lately. I've been hearing a lot of podcasts. That's all I like, like do listen to podcasts really, but they've been talking about like aligning himself with a 50 cent. You think that kind of messed him up? I mean, but he's been doing it before, but I think aligning him with 50 cent, because he's just saying stupid stuff, bro. I feel like it's part of the juju, bro, because you know 50, that's 50 cent moto, bro. There's no such thing as bad publicity. Yeah. Publicity is going to be good. But I feel like it's really the baby trying to attach itself more to like a 50 to where I can be this arrogant that can't nothing hurt me. Cause we see him, bro. It's hurting you, bro. Yeah, you losing festivals, so we know you losing money, bro. You know, where else they're kind of locked down, so you ain't doing shows, shows like that. Man, the way I see it, bro, he gonna have to. We gonna see what kind of rapper he is coming up. He gonna uh, have to. He got. He gonna have to wrap himself out the corner. <laughs> Facts. Facts. And you know what? That's good, though, because a lot of rappers, they ain't got to do that, bro. And that's what's wrong with a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. I ain't going to get too deep into it, but a lot of rap right now, bro. Yeah, they ain't got to rap themselves out for of other corner. reasons. Yeah, yeah. they ain't got to actually rap. Yeah. That's... Yeah, the baby, he fumbling. He's really, really, really fumbling in the bag, man. Uh, fumbling in the bag, dog. I don't, I don't, I don't know how long... I don't see him picking it up this year. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's he might as well, he might he as well get an album up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was like, kiss me, baby. <laughs> hey, for real. For real, for real, bro. Because it, it ain't, ain't no getting out of this one, man. He going to have to do it. Hey, he going to do a versus with himself, his, his <laughs> new self versus old self, uh, his old raps. Because he's gonna have to wrap himself out of the bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what, up, bro. what verses you think was the best one? Ah, uh, cause I seen you actually ask about this. It's 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 two that's got the headlock right now. Uh-huh. I ain't gonna lie, I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment, but that dip shot, that dip set lock uh first battle, bro. Yeah, that was iconic, bro. That yeah, was bro. Bro. Cause yeah. even though you know we down south, bro, everybody listen to Dipset, bro. Man, bro, everybody listen to, and bro, everybody know Jada Kiss like that. Man, I was about to say, bro. You remember, bro? Like what got me really on New York too, like listening to them. You remember, like Jada was running New York at the time, and you wake up early in the morning getting ready for school, watching MTV. You seeing Jada Kiss, and maybe you might see him and Styles P on a couple of songs and stuff. But you were seeing Jada really. Out. I yeah. used to get ready to knock yourself out, smoke straight up, bro. <laughs> bro, I used to wake up early in the morning just to watch MTV, bro. Like five o'clock. Hey, MTV AM, MTV jams. You ain't yeah. Bad, bro. You just vibing in the morning, man. You don't know what the heck. I mean, I don't, bro. It's, it's so crazy, bro. Like we, we. That's why I love Twitter, bro. You live. We all realize we lived this one life, bro. We didn't even know that we was living this life and what it was leading to, but it led us to Twitter. It made Twitter a better experience, bro. Cause we live all this life, like y'all, bro. We was to me and Mike was talking before, and we <laughs> we was talking about dinner in what was what's was dinner in the movie. Yo, cause we what we was talking about. We was talking about Truman Show. Truman Show. Come on TBS. Yeah. It used to come on TBS, man. People don't even 
Like we all like I didn't know nobody else watched dinner in the movie. I tweeted about it a long time ago, and nobody said no. Nah. I was like, damn, I thought I was the only. One. I think I'm the only one watched dinner in the movie. <laughs> no fool. Every Friday night, boy, you got you a nice big New Yorker pizza from Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you might have got you, 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 you a demo. You might have got you a demo for a demo from the Pizza Hut and well, Crash Bandicoot. Boy, you up oh. all night, dog. Mo, wow, you just brought it back with that one. Pizza Hut did used to give out the PlayStation demos, bro. Yeah, bro. Wow. Bro, and I used to tell my cousins and everybody, hey, yo, y'all got to go down there, bro. Because, look, remember, you used to get the demo, and you used to have, like, five games on. Five games, bro. And you get, like just, you said, like, one level. They let you get, like, at least three levels on each game, bro. <laughs> bro, you rocking that bit the whole, bro. For a $20 piece, you rocking that bit till Christmas, man. <laughs> and you know which game you want on Christmas cause, just because of that, bro. Bro, I be thinking about Blockbuster, bro. I be passing by um where I stay at. It's a book. It's a bookstore where the Blockbuster used to be at, and I just be thinking about damn. But I remember that Blockbuster, man. You get you, you done done good. Like you said, we was talking off air. You you done done good all week. You get you a, a Blockbuster, bro. Bro, I was other night. I watched Three Ninjas. You remember Three Ninjas? Yo, yeah. Oh man, that used to be my joint too. Bro, I used to- Man, but yeah, man, them dog, them uh, blockbuster man. I used to love that jump, man. Blockbuster, just watching uh dinner, like we said, dinner in the movie on TBS. Uh, man, bro, what you try- think? Cause, uh-huh. cause I was gonna ask, bro, cause I kind of know, but what you think pulled us away from the whole, you know, like, cause what you saying with dinner in the movie and then blockbuster, this family time, right? Yeah, because you're probably doing this with your old girl, your old boy, your family. You remember ABC on Sundays? They used to play the Disney movies. Yo, every Sunday, because, <laughs> yo, mm-hmm. they'll play Lion King, Toy Story, all that. All that. Mm-hmm. Yo, but what, what made you think got us away from that? Because kids don't do that now, bro. I, you know, bro, I really, uh, one thing I respect, while well, I be talking about my mom on the episode, I really respect her because she she kept that shit going with me, dog. Like, just sitting down watching movies on Sunday and stuff. And True. trying to, because my dad wasn't around, really. So, you know, my dad wasn't around, so she made sure she can see me face to, you know, saw me face to face. But, um, bro, I, I ain't never talked. I don't know what what really got, I don't know what got us off that, bro. I don't, I don't know what got us Got us got people away from that, bro. Um, I sometimes I think uh, I be tweeting it out sometimes on Sunday. I'd be like, uh, it's because the deacons don't line the hymns like that no more. You remember how you go to church, old church? Break it down, yeah, break it down. Oh, back in back in the day in church, like your deacon the line of hymn, right? And sing like an old uh, hymn, but. Like if you know okay, my fault. You mean like in the beginning of church? Yeah, you know in the beginning. The close, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. When the three okay. deacons be up there, you got that one that can sing and that one that can pray, and the one he just do whatever. He a hybrid. <laughs> he a hybrid, bro. He a, he a hybrid, bro. He six man off the bench, off the off, off the bench, bro. He he a man, bro. He can do anything you want him to do, bro. If 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 deacon if deacon. Deacon, uh, so and so, if he stole a little raspy today, 
hey, he got you. He got you. That middleman, he got you. But I think Brother Johnson can step in. Hey, he he, wrote, he, he can step in. Hey, he he good. He good to go. He good to go. <laughs> he don't say much, bro. I all bro. That's one thing I always used to watch the, the deacons at church, bro. I used to love watching the deacons, man. It's a deacon staying around the corner for me. When he passed away, God was dead. Passed away not too long ago. I always thought hell Mary when I passed by his house because I used to watch the deacons, bro. Because that's why I think people like people don't watch the deacons no more, bro. Deacons don't line the hymns and people don't watch the deacons no more. I don't know what, I really don't know what then. People, don't, I don't know family, dog. I don't know. People don't be with their family and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. People, just all it's all about, uh, I notice it too on like, you know, social media and stuff. You be thinking about yourself sometimes. And I think a lot, it became self a lot now, an individual. Uh, that's true. That's true. And the boss and, and and I don't know. I really don't know. But I tell you what, though, um, it's crazy because I was actually thinking earlier this week how much black culture has pushed America and without even knowing, like, um, you know, we want if you notice the country ain't moved by country music. The country ain't really moved by none of that. Kind of moved by like <laughs> black music and and throughout like i watched that movie in uh, on hulu um the summer of 1969 have you seen that one? i heard about that i heard about that because that's actually in the movie theater bro oh they put it in the movie though they put it in the movie theater bro oh man that's bro. crazy that movie i, I want that made me want to watch it I'm gonna, bro, that I'm movie gonna is amazing bro that movie is amazing bro and they talked about because at that time that was after kennedy had um kennedy got shot Malcolm got shot. Martin got shot. Black people was like, who we got? We was lost. At that same date that they had this uh, this, uh, this concert, man was walking on the moon, supposedly. You know, we ain't going to get into the conspiracy theory. Man was on the moon. Yeah. Right? <laughs> man was on the moon at the time, right? So man was at the moon. My thought on it was man was on the moon at the time that they having this stuff and all this stuff happening in the black, in, in the black community because that they like, yo, look, um, all, yeah, all this happened. The president just got shot. Martin Luther King got shot. Malcolm got shot. But look, we on the moon. But black folks, they was like, nah, I, y'all up on the moon. We living like this. That ain't that ain't no look at us. You know, we still are a country type thing. Um, so I don't know. I feel like that. Uh, I feel like that. Like that kind of made me realize like how much we push the culture, bro, and push people. It this, bro. They shut down all of New York for this. They had, bro, Mahalia Jackson. They had every singer you can think of that was prominent at that time there, bro. Nina Simone. Um, and just people just singing in the songs that they were singing. And all these people come together to put different sides together uh, down and come together. And I don't know, bro. I, I realized, it made me realize how much we pushed the culture, dog. At that moment, nobody was worried about, you know, people was worried, you know, man on the moon and stuff. But at that time and point, people was up there in New York. They didn't care nothing about it. Nobody was glued to their TV. They was watching what was going on with these black folks. And I think like throughout the you know time, if you look at it, I mean, we got these celebrities like the music, like the movie maybe really, music really do shape lives, like life and stuff, like Beyonce and stuff. You think about it, that's why I respect Beyonce because she shaped life a little bit. You know, different artists and stuff. Um, different actions because you like if you think like the way jay-z move right 
the way Jay-Z moved, how much that affected people, like everyday life. We got people that live their life trying to, you know, resemble what uh, Jay-Z True, because he, he pretty much, like he said, he gave us a blueprint. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you know how to make it, bro? Yeah. So I, you're right. Music, bro, it's influential, bro. Yeah, that's it's crazy. Big. That's crazy, bro, because I always think, I was thinking about this. Uh, I was just thinking about it. I, I like to talk to myself um, sometimes. I know you ain't supposed to talk to yourself, but I sometimes I'll be talking to myself. Uh, and I was thinking, I was thinking to myself, and I was like thinking about stuff we could talk about. And, uh, like I be thinking, like um, like how I say how the music shaped it. Like I be looking, like I ain't, I want I ain't raised one raised around no you know drugs and stuff like that and crime and all that. But I watch shows like The Soprano on The Wire, and it's how like you can watch stuff and how you see that kind of culture shaped it because you can apply that to different things in your life. And I think that's what made rap culture so cool because you even though Jay Z rapping about this, you can if you if you think hard enough on what he's saying. You can, cause he rapping about even though he's saying what he's saying, he rapping about something else. Probably it's a metaphor or whatever. But if you can think that deep into it, you can switch it and apply it to your life. And I think that's how rap culture got so, you know, prominent and big. And I think that's how we shaped them, really shaped the culture and push it, uh, push the country really. Even oh, stuff really? we stuff we fight about still pushes the culture, dog. For us to fight about, you know, what they're doing with the critical race theory. Um, they trying to put in, you know, us us talking more, right? The black culture talking more about, you know, uh about racism and um and slavery and, and these things and how and getting these statutes move and how much that's pushing the country for these people to say that we gonna uh put this law to kind of rebuttal all that and, and take that away so we can kind of hinder that being taught in the schools. That's that come from the black culture pushing that and pushing that to get these stuff happening, man. Us being more voiceful. Now, dog, more voiceful. But that's just the well, black with, culture. Yeah. And with that, you see they trying to shut us up too, bro. Yeah. They countering everything. Yeah. They trying that's... to uncle, they trying to uncle Lucas, bro. You know how they try to censor Luke <laughs> back in the day? Yeah, facts. That's really what that is. They trying to hey. Lucas, man. Um, I don't know, bro. Let go back in the rap, back to the rap culture. You know, we getting getting long on the episode. We doing good though. But uh, talking about uh, like I was thinking, like you know, some of these rappers that they get up and then you notice how, how like, uh, like I I listen to Honeycomb Brazy, right? You ever heard of him? Yeah. And so like now he going back to prison for like fifty, you know, for some time again, and I'm. Just like dang, yeah. y'all. You, you you feel like sometimes the game set these rappers up. I, you know what I feel like, bro. I feel like, because most of these, you know, most of these cats who be getting in the game, they be young, bro. Because I apply the same thing to like your Kodaks and all that, bro. I feel like we were talking about it earlier, bro. All they know is one lifestyle, bro. Cause we yeah. see it especially in Florida, bro. If all you know, cause we knew we went to people, we went to school with people who was like that, bro. All they knew is Tallahassee, bro. So yeah, they moved, they maneuvered just like somebody in Tallahassee. And when we got to college, you could kind of it was more apparent. Yeah, because you got people from other cities, and they're 
they'll be like, hey, I know this all Tallahassee people do X, Y, Z, Z yeah. which hits the whole local thing. I know you heard that before. Yeah, yeah. They used to kill that. Well, whatever. But I feel like with rappers, bro, that most of them, they only know that certain lifestyle, bro. So when they get all this money and all that, you can't really, I don't want to say expect them to change because they young, bro. Think about us when, at our age, if we got money like that, even if you ain't grow up in no environment like that, you're young. Your mind yeah. ain't developed. So you gonna go crazy. You gonna do reckless stuff. And, and it's so more- I just be feeling like it, 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 it's a sad situation, bro. It is. Uh, and it's more uh, on, on the, on the, uh, on the, in the limelight now. Because with social media and stuff, so you can see it where they back in the day. Because there's only no no telling what the heck uh, Bobby Brown or somebody did back when they was them kids <laughs> age. And he Yo, because <laughs> I was gonna say I hate to cut you off, bro. Because I was gonna send you the link, bro. Did you see the uh, new documentary they make about Rick James? Oh boy, I tweeted about it the other day, dog. Heck yeah, boy. <laughs> Hey man, I went up to Buffalo, man. Bro, let me tell you, bro. Me and my wife got married. We went up there to uh we was looking for uh places to go. So I was like, we was like, let's go to Niagara Falls. So I was like, all right, cool. It, it takes too much to get up in Niagara Falls, right? So I and yeah. I ain't no really know they hotels like that up there in Canada. No disrespect to the Canadians up there. Uh, but I ain't know they hotels like that. So I was like, let me let me go stay in Buffalo. So while we on the flight, bro, I had not looked this up. While we on the flight, I'm just looking up what to do in Buffalo, right? I see, I, some tell me, look up who was from Buffalo. And I see Rick James, and I see he buried there. I said, oh, my goodness, bro. I had to go see it, bro. First day. First day out, dog. I went to go see Rick James. I just so happened to stumble upon Shirley Chisholm, grade two. Grave two. So, uh, she I buried up that too? Yeah, bro it's, bro. it's so crazy. Rick James, because he gets so many visitors, He's buried outside in the cemetery, right? Shirley Chisholm is inside the like the, the, the building or whatever, you know, where they put like uh, I guess not prestigious, but the high rank people, whatever. They yeah. put them inside like the, the walls or whatever. She's inside the building, inside one of the walls. So I signed her book and stuff, um, you know, saying appreciate it and everything. Then, but Rick James outside. He buried he buried in outside, but it's like a lot of like that that Buffalo area is like a lot of it was Indian territory, I guess. So that like uh, uh that graveyard where he had is like a bunch of like like high rank Indians, I guess or whatever. They're buried. So in is there. that reserved land or is that still like? It's like a a, a normal cemetery. Oh okay. Yeah, you can just walk up to it. Um, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm ready for that Rick James movie, dog. Yeah, nah, I just seen it on uh YouTube like yeah. this morning, bro. And I thought about September third. I seen you take a picture at Rick James yeah. uh Grace. I was like, I know you're gonna be watching that, bro. Bruh, I got the rough. Man, Rick James, man. When I found out about Rick, like, like you know, when we was kids, we always heard, you know, that Mary Jane song and stuff. But yeah. like growing, like growing up and like seeing pictures of Rick James and stuff and like being wild and then hearing like just hearing clips from what that uh that the movie that's coming out like you can you kind of like rick james one of the people you can look at the pictures and piece together his life 
That man was a, a wild, crazy man, man. For him to walk, bro, I was watching that BET thing the other day, dog. When he walked up, then he came back out there. And, and, and for that lady outside, and he got back, <laughs> backstage. No matter who the fuck I am. <laughs> bro, I was like, what the heck, bro? Like, that was something even my mama had to freaking laugh at, dog. Like, Bro, cause she used to trip, bro. Like watching me watching uh, the Chappelle show. <laughs> I used to sneak and watch that bit, bro. <laughs> Yo, no, me too, bro. My mom had like the parental block on it and all, bro. Why <laughs> <laughs> too, bro? Bro, I used to find the powers though, bro. I used to watch, bro. You remember Scramble TV back in the day, dog? Yo, you talking about the Frizz TV, bro? Yeah, whatever. Well, like. Look. When you trying to watch this show when your mom be went to sleep, bro, hey, so bro, gotta... bro, bro, I had to find out how you could change the color in the tint on the TV, right? If you play around with that bit, it'll match up where it look like you can almost see it. <laughs> oh, you were special, nah, hey, bro. I was, I was the only child, bro. I ain't had nothing else to do but see, <laughs> but sit, sit, and think and play, play, bro, play with myself. <laughs> That's crazy. Place. You almost had the regular. So you almost had a regular screen. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had that bit locked up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I had it locked down, dog. But yeah, bro. But uh, <laughs> that's crazy, <laughs> bro. We both did that shit. That's crazy. Yeah, bro. That's what's crazy, bro. We all live. That's so crazy, bro. Like we, I I be feeling like our generation, the only generation that live really live the same life, like different. Like we almost live the same exact life. And we gonna jump, be the last ones for a very long time to you know have so time. much in common. Yeah, bro, that's that's crazy, bro. I be sitting back thinking about it. that's freaking crazy, man. Like we almost all of us like just I don't know. There's beauty about Twitter though. You see the different things, uh. But uh, let's go back what we was going, what we originally uh, got you on for. So, Mike, uh, Mike, you, 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 what school you at, Mike? If you want to say it. All right, yeah, no, I can do that. I'm at Rudiger, bro. Rudiger Elementary. Yeah, yeah. Well, what you do out there? All right, so I'm like a PE coach, and then I'm a reading intervention coach. So in the mornings, I'm out there. I'm doing PE, you know, running with kids, doing all that. Afternoons, like after lunch, I pull out small groups from each grade, mm-hmm. and we just go over phonics, you know, pronunciation, anything that they need help with. Yeah, so like, um, you you see any difficulty with being a black, like uh, being out there and trying to do that and get more people, like initiative. It, the teachers probably all like to send the kids to it. I would reckon. Yeah. Uh, well, the difficulty. The difficulty really isn't with the teachers so much, bro. Mm-hmm. It's with like high ups, and it not want to say it too bad, but it kind of be parents sometimes because I think I fit into that stereotype of the, you know, aggressive black male, bro. Because they see the hair, and then they hear the tone of voice, so they kind of think that you know. Ooh, we nervous with him, so we gotta watch him. So, like I'm telling you, I gotta pull kids too for small groups. Yeah, like I didn't, you know, when I first started, I would see 
the ancientness, the antiquesness, you know, being nervous of me pulling kids, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just off of them stereotypes. But it didn't slack up, bro, because I'd have been out there like four years now. So, yeah, so it's they definitely all, not as bad as it used to be. Yeah, they all, uh, like the kids that was in like first grade or whatever, they bought the grad, you know, go to fifth grade or going on to uh, middle school. So they all, yeah, the like my first groups, they like was in second grade. They in fifth grade now, bro, finna graduate. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, bro, and it's amazing, bro. It's an amazing feeling to see them grow, bro. It really make you feel like, you know, they your kids in a sense, bro. Yeah, do you do you see like um you you see like the growth in like the black uh, especially like the black the black boys and uh in as far as as attending your groups and stuff like their growth is for I know when I was a kid I was a little shy like do you see them getting out of the the shyness being more acceptable to type, talk more because I feel like sometimes that that what uh that's what hinders a kid a lot uh being scared to talk a lot uh you think you uh like seeing another black teacher a male teacher like you uh you think that kind of pushed them to want to talk more and get outside the bubble a little bit okay because craziest thing when we was talking about the difficulty and i was saying the stereotypes i was saying like it would be hard for me to you know gain rapport mm -hmm. with my co-workers and high ups because it was a culture barrier but one of the benefits of me you know being a black male teacher is that the kids, bro, because I work in a predominantly black school, they see me and it's an instant relation smoke. Like they like, oh, cause I, you know, I ain't tell you, but me working in PE, I have a way relaxed dress code. Yeah. So I don't have to come dressed up in a suit and tie, bro. I can come in some Nike sweats or Adidas suit. So when they see that, the kids be like, dang, I swear I heard a million times, smoke. He looked just like my daddy, or he looked just like my older brother. Like they in, before they know my name, smoke. Yeah. <laughs> they know they know me as oh, that's the man who looked just like my daddy. So we automatically get that connection. And then they see me dressed like that. And they like, oh, he cool, he cool. I kind of want to you here. I kind of want to be like Coach you. So when I get that, that's when I can hook them in. Because by nature, bro, even though you got some of your kids who are extroverts, most of them going to be introverts. So I don't know if you was like that, but I definitely was like that at school. Yeah. Like, I ain't really taught. I ain't really. Yeah. Like a teacher would have to, you know, grab me and get my attention. And that's kind of what made me go into teaching, bro. Because I wanted to be one of the teachers who could grab, you know, students off of image, just off of straight relatability like oh i can relate to this person yeah bro that man mike that's why i got you on bro that's really why i got you on too bro because you really made one like uh meeting you at famu high bro and, and and seeing you like mike when i met mike mike had the wicks like i i knew niggas at fan at lincoln with the wicks uh y'all know how florida niggas do with the wicks standing with a tree what they call them trees or whatever <laughs> yeah i knew the, like you you see but i didn't know i didn't know him and then finding out that he was one he was probably mike was you a valedictorian I wasn't close. Nah, to man. It. Shout out to Tia, man. Tia yeah. got that. But you were close, close to it, bro. Yeah. We were close to it, but just seeing, like, knowing, and then knowing, I'm like, dog, like, you you look at, he, he, he change, hey, he make you flip the book over and read the back of the book, bro. That's why I wanted to get you on, Mike, man. I really, that, that really, uh, 
why I want I told y'all when I started this podcast and I got on the big three uh network, I was gonna bring people on I really respect it, bro. And that's why I got you on, bro, because I respect it. I always respect that about you, dog. Cause you changed you changed my mind, bro. When I found out you was the smartest, smartest, I'm like, whoa, bro, this nigga don't say <laughs> nothing back here. He stayed quiet. All I know, Pattyfoot keep coming back here. Him and Pattyfoot keep playing and shit. <laughs> that's all I know. And see, and Cecil sometimes come at the plan. Yo, <laughs> hey, hey, I'll be hitting Willister. I'll be hitting Bill up. I'll be like, uh, Rich the Factor. <laughs> hey, don't play with Rich the Factor, bro. <laughs> I mean, but, <laughs> Mike made me realize, man, you can't judge a book by the cover, bro. You got to read the back of that mug, dog. And Mike, bro, I really appreciate what you're doing with the school system, man. Cause I see you, dog. I see the kids, man. I see the kids and how they interact with you, dog. And what you're saying, I can see it from the interactions, bro. They be trying to y'all be cracking jokes on each other, <laughs> bro, bro, bro. They keep you up, bro. Like for real, bro. Like you know, we we in the we 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 at least in the 30s, but we approaching the 30s, yeah. now, bro. It got me feeling like I'm in my 20s, cause like I'm saying, I'm out there with them every day. We running, they talking to me about life, bruh. And even though they young, like seven, eight, bruh, a lot of these kids, bruh, they go through a lot of trauma, bruh. And I feel like, just like how you said you was the only child, these only, it's a lot of only kids, bruh. And they ain't got nobody to really to vent to, bruh. Yeah. To just listen, cause that's all they need, bro. Just the ill. Yeah, I know, I, man, boy, this is a great episode. I had a, um, when I was in after when I was in elementary school, I had an after school counselor, Mr. Shango. Man, matter of fact, he took me, dog. He took me to when Lincoln won a state championship game. He took me out there because he knew I liked football. So when he he played ball at Lincoln before he grad after he graduated before he graduated. So uh he was in he was went to college at FAM and he went up there, bro, and took me, uh took me up there to but it's just having that kind of influence dog, in your life sometimes. That can really shape you, bro. And I really appreciate you what you're doing out there, man. No kids, man. That's much needed, dog. Much yeah, needed, man. That. Much needed, bro. But yeah, dog, that's another reason why I'm gonna tell you my granddaddy like me going to fan you because of teachers like you, bro. Because Sergeant Schultz telling them good old lies. <laughs> <laughs> good old lies, dog. <laughs> Yo, no, yeah, I ain't. Because the crazy thing, I ain't never hear that what you said about Ian because I could really see Schultz saying, "Yo." Small room, bro. He said, "I never forget, bro. I remember a lot of shit because I just, I told I just be sitting back kicking, bro, just putting some up, watching TV, remembering shit. And I remember, I always remember that, bro. I like to remember sayings the old niggas saying, dog, because old niggas always have some good sayings. So I always like to remember old niggas sayings, man. That was one saying I always remember, dog, because he was dead serious about that. Yo." <laughs> Because I don't know if you remember, shows had some shows had some classy lines. Hey, bro, he did, dog. He did, man. Yo, I, I don't know if you remember real quick, bro. Because this, this kid, I think about this every time. He told y'all the story about being average, right? About his uh daughter making a C in school in the door. Nah, what do you, you say? Yo, he say, all right. I think it was. I forgot who it was. Somebody smart in our class. No. Nope. Bro, it was Alexis. Shout out to AP, bro. Yeah, yeah. Alexis smart, was smart in class, as hell. bro. Yeah, no, facts. We was in class. We was getting tests back, bro, for like some little written test. Yeah, uh, ROTC. And she got a C, and he got tight smoke. 
you know, tight, like when his eyes get to popping out his head. Yeah. <laughs> and she was, she was like, oh girl, I gotta see. Yeah, we good, we good. See, 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 nah, that's the damn problem now. <laughs> see, this is what I'm talking about now. You make a see and you just think everything hunky door. We good, all that. You know, I'm gonna tell y'all a story. He broke it down, so he was like, you know, my daughter made a see once in high school. She came home, said, I made the see. Everything good, dad. You know, I go out. He said, see, that's for average. You average? She was like, yeah, I ain't weird or nothing. Oh, okay, you average then. All right, baby girl. Man said he went in the kitchen, got a screwdriver, took the doors off the hinge and said, since you average, you're going to live like an average person. Average kids ain't got no dough. Average kids ain't got no TV. Average kids ain't got no bed. Smoke. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> bruh, I think I remember that jump too, bruh. Because I think I had, we, you had the same class. I think I remember that jump, bruh. I remember, <laughs> bruh, you remember he told, you remember, man, shout out to Coach, I saw the shows, You remember he told us, bruh, about like that skin mark in his head, how he got I'm that, big, to remember this that story. little bullet. He told me <laughs> he, he tried to tell all the new people he got shot, you know, in the military. They were like, Man, you was at the desk. He got shot, he might shot at him at a club or something. I believe if I can remember right. No, story. smoke. You're right. No, I remember this because he was talking about somebody's girl. No, yeah, smoke. he was talking he about somebody's girl, and a man came back and shot at him, and, and the bullet skinned his head. <laughs> he had all of us talking about he did, bro. From the old high school, he had all of us fool talking about he had got shot in the military. Then we get to the new high school, the lie get told, the story come out for real, and then he got shot because he was trying to holler at some man, woman. Bruh, that's kind of stuff you got at family high. And that's what that's why I got my name smoke, and that's what shaped me, bro. For real, for real, dog. Y'all right there, bro. Listening to them crazy ass stories like that. Thanks. Smoke, aka Bernie, bro. Little Bernie, because that's the way everybody used to call Hell me. Yeah, yeah, bro. Little Bernie. Hey, hey yo. Bro, he's like, yeah, that's crazy. Bro, used to look up the skits, bro. And everybody used to <laughs> straight at you when we watched them, bro. Hey, thanks. God bless the day of Miss Warner. We in Miss Warner class one day. I remember this shit, though. And all you can hear is, when I get home, give me a six-pack of pussy. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, we all look that smooth, bro. Damn, bro, I used right. to... <laughs> Bro, this it jumped crazy, dog, cause my little niece, uh, she, bro, they had spent a night like a, about a year ago before COVID and all that. They spent a night, and suppose like I found out all she liked to do was watch Bernie Mac, bro. So we sat down and watched Bernie Mac, <laughs> bro, for a day straight, dog. <laughs> and I realized I was sitting there like, God damn, bro, smoke, you got down Uncle Bernie, bro. You, <laughs> you Uncle Bernie, you don't smoke for real. <laughs> That shit crazy, bro. I'm like, all these damn jokes, these niggas done put this shit on my effort. <laughs> you Uncle Bernie, dog, bro, because I was watching that the other day and I was thinking about uh, Sam Hot, bro. Because, you know, it's on uh, what Bernie Mac on? I think it was on Hulu or something. It's on, yeah, it's still there, bro. It's still oh, it's still there. on there? Uh, yes, yeah, sir. I don't, 
I done ran through them. I'm, I was on my wife and kids, actually. Bro, Mike, see, bro, those, man, we get a long episode, but y'all know this smoke. We, we we deep behind the screen right now, bro. We had a moment we was talking about that dinner in the movie where I got hype. Mike, I'm finna get hype as fuck right now, bro. Because you know what I've been watching, bro, for the past freaking week? My wife and kids, my nigga. Oh, for my real? God, bro. I've been watching my wife and kids, bro. Yo, Yo, you bro, I've been, you. I swear to God, I've been watching my wife and kids every time I eat dinner. I went from Jersey Shore like two weeks ago. I went through the whole Jersey Shore episodes again. And then I was like, oh, my wife and kids, let me watch this again. Bro, I did not know how fucking funny my wife and kids. I forgot how funny that was. I skipped the first season. I got to say that. I skipped the first season. Why you the, did uh, this? Because, yo, me and my lady was talking about it. This is a funny theory. Why you, why you did it, though? Man, it's just weird, bro. <laughs> it seemed like she was Because we always, talk about the daughter? Yeah, she was always, daddy, <laughs> daddy. I'm like, bro, what the fuck, bro? God damn, bro. <laughs> and I read up why they, I read up why uh, she got off the show was because the next season they was going to make Claire daughter, I mean, Claire um, friend pregnant. And the mama said she didn't want that. But I was like, I just think it was something weird going on with Michael and and a daughter, because she was like, daddy, daddy. Daddy, daddy. Yeah, I'm like, bro, <laughs> every episode is start off, daddy, daddy, her running to the door when he come. Like, bro, God dang. And I ain't even gonna lie, bro. The other class, she played it a little bit better. Like, the little blonde, the dumb blonde role, bro. She did. She did, bro. <laughs> Yo, she yeah, funny. But that, that nigga, Junior, bro. All right, bro, we got yeah. it. This is a great episode. Junior or, 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 or Jordan? Who you taking, bro? Who the Ooh. dumbest of Junior or Jordan? Who the dumbest? Yeah, bro. Fu- dumbest slash oh. funniest. Dumbest slash funniest. Ooh, okay. Well, you put the slash funniest, bro. That little nigga Jordan, boy. He, he... Nah, I, I'm sorry, I saw the Jordan, episode bro. when he tricked the when he tricked that girl into kissing him, and Bernie was happy. Jeremy <laughs> <laughs> had me rolling. <laughs> Uncle Bernie watching from the Escalade. <laughs> Hey, Vanessa said, you sick. Both of y'all are sick. <laughs> bro, that nigga funny, bro. But, yeah, dog. I would definitely, man, I don't know, bro. Junior fun. Junior, Junior. I think, like you said, Junior, right? Yeah, no, Junior, bro. Because Junior, bro, Junior got classic, bro. Junior got comic book toilet paper. Bro, when this, <laughs> when this man called him, you look like a, a gay bug. <laughs> he had them big glasses on. Bro, oh my goodness, dog. And I flipped up and found that episode. I had, you know, I told you I started from the first, the uh, second. I, I watched a little bit of the first and went to the skip to the second. That's like the fifth episode. But when I got to the second, it was like around the first, it was like in like the first or second, the third episode of the second season. And I seen like somebody uh tweeted out that clip when he called him the gay uh fly. So I was like, man, let me, that's what kind of made me watch it. Then I caught that bit so quick and early in the, watching it. Bro, it made me keep watching it, dog. That junior is something else, bro. That nigga junior stupid, bro. <laughs> bro, he had that basketball team thinking he was cool with them. Like, they all them, was, and they was really... Yo, when they, they was trying to get with Clown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch said, no, you think you just come here and do all this? All right, Junior, we'll see you tomorrow. All right, man, I'll see you. <laughs> bro, <laughs> man. Hey, and even even uh Kyle, Michael Kyle, Damon Wayne, bro. He yeah. underrated, bro. He really he underrated, bro. Cause he, he funny, is, bro. bro. 
He is, bro. I that think because um, I be watching uh, I be, so I be watching Sopranos, but you know, I, on HBO, uh, the weigh-ins. I think Sean and uh, Marlon and, and Marlon and Damon is probably the funniest. I, I like Sean comedy, but it's I don't really like it that much. But Damon, not compared to Marlon and shit. Nah, you're right. Yeah, because yeah, they they on another level, bro. Yeah, but Damon. you know who I think up there with him, but he more behind the scenes, Keener. Yeah, I think once he seen how much money he can make behind the scenes, facts. He was like, "Yeah, yeah I'm gonna just stay back here. I'm gonna just stay back here, yeah, yeah. right? Y'all can make bad, all the bro. jokes. I help you write them. We'll laugh, <laughs> he ha ha. But I'm just staying the back, dog. And it's crazy how he flipped that that first, you know, with Living Color, and then just flipped it. Just kept going, and that's what I was saying, bro. Like that's that's wild as a family, bro. How they move? Hey, man, they keep it. Hey, they don't do like Dr. Dre. They keep it all in the family, man. They keep it all in the family, dog. Uh, that concludes, man. That concludes another episode of Smoke Screen Podcast. Mike, once again, dog, I want to tell you I appreciate you, bro. I got you on because you always, bro. You don't know, yo. Um, I told you I'll be recording a lot of episodes when I record. My last one I did last week. I gave a shout out to all my boys because I want to tell them they don't know even the stuff y'all just do, just living your life. I see y'all, and that really makes me want to, you know, try to do right and live right, bro. And I really appreciate you because you always hit me up, get motivating me, bro, and to keep going with these episodes, bro. I appreciate you. Yeah, man, Smoke, I was just going to say, man, to all the, I know all the Smoke family probably feel the same way, bro. We appreciate you, bro. You've been thugging it like almost two years, bro. It'd be two years in, uh, in like, in like January, because, bro, Yeah, 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 because you started in January, bro. Because I think one of your first episodes was like the Christopher Wallace one, right? It was my cousin. Uh, we just uh, out of spur of moment with my cousin. I think the next one was that, that Biggie one, I think, right after his yeah, birthday. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that, bro. And like I'm saying, bro, and like during my life, bro, like for my personal growth, bro, how it's aligned with your podcast, bro, and some of the messages you speak, bro. You like a prophet, bro. And we really appreciate you, bro. We really appreciate you doing your thing, bro. Hey, you I like, ain't. bro, my fault. And I hate to say it because we talked about this movie too, bro. You you like a friend happening to me, dog. Like, you be moving so dope, bro. Bro, I don't, man. I don't, so man, dope. I just be trying to. Like, you know, I, you know, you, everybody human and stuff, but I be trying to live right, dog. But just seeing y'all, y'all try to help me because I see how y'all moving and, and, you know, I try to move. I see we can't, like I told you, if in my face card, it reflects your face card too, dog. You feel me? Yeah. And like, like I told you, bro, I mean, and I don't like to speak because I learned this from your podcast. I don't like to speak on stuff until I really get influential. Uh-huh. But you really motivating me to, you know, push on and do some of my own things, bro. Yeah. So you just giving me the opportunity, bro. Just like you giving a, a ample people opportunities off your platform, bro. We really appreciate you, dog, doing yeah. your thing. I appreciate y'all. Mike, Mike, you got a song you want to end it with, dog? Song I want to end it with? Yeah. Hey, man, I was looking at your uh, bro, and I seen you put on, I live in the TV, dog. I can get that request, dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, boy. Hey, Mike, boy, I was going to say, dog, Mike, boy, I, 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 see, that's why I got you, because, Mike, I know you, 
you I remember you was a Gucci Gucci Harley too, dog. <laughs> Yo, we was all in the back on that on that movie, bro. On that wow. Hey. Y'all used to go to football practice on it, bro. Bruh. Hey man. Bro, that really dog, y'all tell you, bro. I wouldn't, I be thinking, bro. I wouldn't have the name smoke. I wouldn't if it wasn't for y'all boys, man. I want none of that, dog. I wouldn't have none of that. This smoke screen wouldn't be if it wasn't for y'all boys, bro. Cause that live, man, that's where I got all that shit from, man. Listening to the, I remember the swamp nigga with Master P. I ain't know nothing about that till I got, you know, I knew a little bit, but not really nothing really about it till I got the fan you high, start hanging around y'all boys, man. Sitting there listening to I just Lil got Wayne. y'all listening to Pastor it's, Troy before the game. Yeah, yeah. listening to Patty Foot want to fight niggas about Wayne and shit, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just being around that, bro. Just Gucci man arguments. <laughs> Yo, it used to get serious, though, bro. Wow. Yeah, I just, man. Yeah, man. We hell yeah. I play a little bit of TV, dog. That's that, bro. You know what's crazy? I listen. I I cut on the old Gucci man playlist. On I found it on 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 spot on uh Apple. Just because I said I know Mike, I got it. I'm about to talk to Mike. That's why I posted. That's why I posted it because I said I'll get get my mind right for this interview. Because I said I know my boy Mike with that that Mike from up there in Georgia, Atlanta. Every gotta be on your Gucci man. Be right. I, hey, and I was, and I knew what time it was when I seen. I was like, let me lock in because I know this is gonna be a good show. <laughs> when you had me hype when I text you, I said you ready at two. And you sent me the ghost. I said yes. <laughs> That nigga ready, dog. That nigga ready, man. Hey, man, this was definitely a pleasure, though, bro. I yeah, really yeah, Mike, man. I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, man, that's another episode of Smoke Screen Podcast, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all have a good week. One for the money. Two for my jury game. Three for my luggage game. Crazy luggage game, Gucci. Four for my shoes. Five for my closet, same size as your apartment. What damn Gucci? It's the affiliate, nigga. Pay the motherfucker. Pay the motherfucker. So I sit up on the seat. Coca leaves like soda. I shoot you just like Tony. Went home and I just see the dial. Scarface Gucci. My life's a motion picture. Gucci Tarantino, Casino, Gucci Pacino. I'm Gucci Man Soprano, Mookie down the grand piano. Watching blow thick and judging, look out for Diego. I'm smoking on that color purple, working like I'm Harpo. Feeling just like smoking, filled with crappy shit out Tivo. Call me Gucci. Watch it, freeze me, save me, watch me TiVo Yo, album came, I rated it Watch which bus, I hated it Boys in the hood, got juice and rock, yeah Calls fast and furious, shout out to my boy Ludacris Super fly, high school, higher than an eagle eye I think that you legalize my flow stronger than turpentine Trafficking like daily brickies coming across the borderline Bust a bricky, tell her sleep and she say that it's party time It's frightening, it's scary, so they say I got a horror mind Gucci man, not Stephen King, but my car Crazy like Christine, Rosemary, baby, born young and broke in 1980. Black and broke, I'm thugging crazy, made it hard for moderation. Shaded out the president, jump out the trash can, painted faces. Eddie Murphy traded places, temper son, Gucci man, but you can call me Shady Grady. Ha ha, gangsta Gucci bastard, Gucci man, I'll be the daddy. I live in the TV, I live in the TV This Gucci man of flat, I live my life in the TV Tell me, do you hear me, lady? I know that you see me, baby I live in the TV, I live in the TV Tell me, do you hear me, ladies? I live in the TV Gucci man of flat, I live my life in the TV
I know that you hear me, baby. I know that you see me, baby. Okay. 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 Picture me posing in your place, huh? Don't you think I'm handsome? There's no need to answer. My watch is so handsome. Tell the year the track. Hold that bitch cute. But my money got my pants And I'm icy like your baby daddy. Now I'm ten times icy than your daddy. Tell the boy the truth. Daddy, daddy is a faggot. Only reason that you had him for your fucking text.